Hey, besties. Thank you for tuning in to a Vibe Called Blessed podcast where we turn up for Jesus and celebrate in our confidence. Thank you for listening. Hello, besties. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> if you are tuning in, you can tell we are continuing our 30-something diaries series, which is basically my personal audio diary about the place that I'm in in my life right now, my relationship with God, life lessons that I am learning, and hopefully something that I'm experiencing helps you. So you can tell by the title what we are going to be talking about. And this all came about because I'm doing a devotional that I got from Amazon that has truly blessed me. And it's called 100 Days of Believing Bigger. And I've made it to the day because it's a daily devotional. um, And it's talking about self-doubt. And there's a part in there and it says, doubting yourself is really doubting God. And I said, wait a minute, huh? And I had to really be like, at first when I read it, I was like, I don't. I don't see how they correlate. Then there was a question that says, in what areas do you doubt God will use you, bless you, heal you, restore you, shift you, and come through for you? But then I had to go back to that first statement that says, doubting yourself is really doubting God. And at first, if you would have asked me in my baby Christian stage before I really studied the word and really understood God, I would have said that. No, I 100% believe God, that me doubting myself has nothing to do with doubting God. But then now, after sitting on it and asking God for wisdom of understanding of what this meant, I had to realize, wow, that is true. You got to think about it in this way. The Bible teaches us that God knew us first while we were in our mother's womb, right? And when God created man, he created man in his image. Right. So and we know that everything God touches and he creates is good. So why do we put these unrealistic expectations, put ourselves down, talk down on ourselves, don't have courage, walk in fear, walk in uncertainty when it comes to the things that God has given to us? God is like, I gave you the vision. I wouldn't have given you the vision if I didn't think that you can execute it. I didn't give you the vision if I didn't think that you could handle it. I didn't give you these gifts if I didn't think that you couldn't fulfill the calling on your life. You doubt. I didn't doubt because I gave it to you because I know you. I knew you first. I knew what you would go through and experience in your life. And therefore, I knew that I could trust you. I could trust you. So I gave it to you. But you're walking in fear when I my word tells you that you don't have to walk in fear. If my, my word tells you that you don't have to doubt. I tell you that in Matthew 17 and 20, that faith can move mountains. So so where is your faith? Why are you afraid? Why are you questioning what I gave you? I didn't, you're not always going to see it. You're not meant to always see it. You're not supposed to. You're not, uh, you're, you're not supposed to, to become so consumed in yourself that you forget about me but you got to understand that I gave you this and I had to my own conviction came I'm sorry for anybody else but my own conviction came because I was like you know what God you're right I had to look at a self-reflection and then answer then when I realized what it was saying then answer the question in what areas do you doubt God will use you bless you heal you restore you shift you and come through for you you have to be honest in that question I challenge you to re-listen to this write that question down in your 
journaling time, your quiet time, write that down and answer that because you can sit there and say, no, I believe God for my healing. Right. Or I believe God is going to bless me. Right. But then something happens, right. Where it looks shaky. And then it's like, well, where was your, where's your faith? Where's your belief system then? Where's your heart then? You say, no, I know God's going to come through, but then there's doubt behind it. Do you really believe it in your heart? I mean, I'm telling you conviction, not, I'm not, and it's not something that I experience all the time, but I know that there were certain things that probably God has shown me. And I'm like, what in the world? You know what I'm saying? Got a little shaky, but it's like in your, in your heart, in your mind, you know, it's God, but you know that when something comes from God, sometimes some things are going to come easily, but some things is going to be a test, a testing of your faith, of your endurance, of your mindset, your determination of if you're going to go after what he said, if he gave it to you, then you need to walk in it. You need to walk in that, that prophecy. You need to walk in that gift. You need to walk in that identity. He's going to make provision. If, if the Bible tells us, look at the birds. The, they, they don't worry about food, the, the trees. It's going to rain. Everything is already taken care of. So why would God not take care of us? I mean, I just, I love them. I love them. The scripture that it gives um, for this devotion, it says the wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish ones tears hers down. Proverbs 14 and one. Hmm. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears her down. And that's the NIV version. How many times have we self-sabotaged our own selves? Because, you know, words have power, right? The power of life and death is in your tongue. You could ha- Have you ever experienced something? You're on a high, and it seems like everything is going in. And the, the, the slightest inconvenience, it's all over. You're done. You're tired. You're, you're All of a sudden, you're like, I'm so tired. It's always something. Y'all know that is the number one thing people like to say. It's always something. It's always something. But it's like, mm-mm, you got to stand firm. It's it's to the point I asked God, I said, God, you got you, you to start showing me <laughs> where I become tricked by the enemy. Right? Because you got to understand that the enemy is, is cunning. Because you got to understand he, under, he got kicked out of heaven. He knows God. So what is his job to do is to, to make you doubt yourself and to doubt God. But see, we don't ever want to say that we doubt God, but we we were realizing if we're saying we doubt ourselves that we can't do it, then we are doubting God. It's very normal to say we feel inadequate because we really are. We're so unworthy of God's grace. We're so unworthy of his glory for him to bless us. He does not have to come through with through for us of the many times that God's grace should have ran out on us and for him to still to continue to be there for us, to not only that, to sacrifice his one and only son, I'm forever indebted. When I say me and God is tight, this is a for life thing. God is not an option for me. It's a lifestyle. He is the, the first thing I think about when I wake up, the last thing I think about when I go to sleep. I I can't go without him. I need I need Jesus on my side. I live and breathe. I love him so much. I want to share that love with other people. 
And I realized that in order for, for, for doorways and, and, and pathways to open, I got to be honest in myself of, of first of areas where I lack, where I fall short at. I got to really get healed for some things. I got to make sure that I really have forgiven people. I got to really show love for real. Self-evaluation, self-check, because we want so much from God, but God is like, but you're still burdened. You're still broken. I can't give you that right now. Yes, you're, you're, you're meant to have it, but if I give it to you right now, you wouldn't know what to do with it. You wouldn't know how to handle it. I can't give it to you. And I thank you. Can you imagine if God gave you everything that you you wanted before the time, the time you're supposed to have it? You say you appreciate it, but you really wouldn't know what to do with it. You got to be honest with yourself. There's certain things that I've experienced in my life. I'm, I, I look back and I reflect and I'll be like, wow, God, that's crazy because I wanted that so bad at that point in time in my life. But now look at it now. Look at me now. I, there's no way that I would have been able to handle that or my life would have would have went the way that it did if I got it then. Now I'm older and I'm wiser. And it, sometimes age doesn't even think, but just time, just with time, you have wisdom and understanding and, and the knowledge and then your viewpoint on it. Because certain things, of course, it's like certain things that you want. You don't even want those things. I'm always like, why was I fighting for that? Why, why did I want that? I, I'm thinking bigger. Back then, I the visions was was nothing to what they are now. I got crazy faith. I got crazy faith and I believe God for any and everything. And I had to ask God to forgive me for every time that he told me something. And I was so excited. I might've went to church. I asked my soul on the word. I was jumping, shouting, praising, but yet somewhere when, when, it wasn't going in the timing that I wanted it or it wasn't going in the way that I wanted it. I I got shaken in my footing. And that's not fair to God because he loves us so much. I had to apologize for any time I ever settled. <laughs> Think about the times that you have settled for something. If God if if God created a whole big world, he he had a big vision. And he knows the desires of your heart. And the the beautiful thing is, I love that God has such a forgiving heart because yes, you know, he will give you the desires of our hearts, but we got to go before him and ensure that we have peace about it in terms of if it's the right timing of it, right? But if God tells you, I, I want you to think bigger and you you think you see bigger, you praise him for bigger, but yet what's presented to you, you settle for it. And God says, well, I told you what I told you, but yet and still, this is what you settle for. People settle in relationships, jobs, homes, pay, friendships, settling. You don't think God think highly of us to feel as though we deserve so much. There, God, there's no big eyes. Nowhere. God loves us all equally. Just, it, it's not, you You can look around and we're, we're in such a culture where people see things so much on social media, this image. 
uh, what people perceive, how people are living, but they don't even know some of them people. It's just a facade. It's just a show. They ain't really living how they living. They really going through mental depressions and mind battles and they're they're really taking out loans trying to keep up with the facade of an image i don't think i cannot remember which show it was or if it was a youtube series and it was a girl on there of how she went into debt trying to keep this image on social media to be this content creator and to make it look like she had this lifestyle and in order to to she didn't want to fake it she really wanted to have the labels and vacation in these places and she went into this huge debt and and for what what gratification came from that yeah okay you might have grew a little bit but it was like she didn't see that much return on her investment so it left her in a worse place instead of doing it the right way instead of trusting the process and and being grateful for the small progression. Let me tell you something. When I first started my podcast, I was in, it was a completely different layout of what it is. And you can go back to the old episodes and listen to it of how it was. Um, And not that I didn't, I don't believe in anything that I, my previous topics, but I feel like I had to reposition my podcast to the mindset that I was in. It wasn't advertised as a Christian podcast. It was just, just a fun, I was just having good conversation with people. It was still inspirational, but this feels more like me. And, you know, once you do a rebrand of, if you rebrand your business, your, you, you change, say you take a break from social media, you come back a certain way, you know, it takes, people have to get adjusted to the change, this transition of who you are, but it's a great transition. And then some people are going to continue to follow you and some are going to fall back and that's okay. You know, at the end of the day, I knew that you got to understand not everybody wanted to follow Jesus and I'm not comparing myself to Jesus, but I'm just saying he is Jesus. He walked this earth and there were people that still in his face denied him deny who he was and I can't even I couldn't even imagine if I was in that time and I could even just see just be in his presence I there was no way that I I could have denied him I could have denied God I'd have been right there repenting God forgive me for I didn't believe before I was ignorant I I had no knowledge, but now I know. And the thing now, even still to this day, there's still people that reject Jesus. But what I'm saying is, is that you have to trust the process and trust the timing and have patience. If you lack patience, go to the person that gives patience. You don't think God got patience with us? My goodness. I'm trying to tell you, I before I was saved, I think about all the stuff that I experienced in my life where my life, I'm like, God, you didn't have to spare me. And he still don't have to spare my life now. Like he, he didn't have to allow Jesus to sacrifice his life. Jesus didn't have to do it. I don't know too many people in this world that will sit there and give their lives for complete strangers. Huh? 
hello, let's go back to the Bible. When, that, when someone had to sacrifice their son, was about to sacrifice their son. How many people was going to sacrifice their son? Because God said it. I don't know. I don't know too many people, but it's a different type of faith and level. You got to understand when you, when you love God, you in this, you don't care what it looks like to other people or anything like that. You, you gotta be encouraged. God gives you a different type of, of, of strength. Is, are people going to sit there? You know how people are going to try to troll you online and say, Oh, this, that, but you stay focused, stay on the path that you're doing, because at the end of the day, that people's, there's some people in the world, they just want to, they want to be ignorant. They don't want to know. They don't want to know. The Bible teaches that that the world doesn't want to know truth, doesn't want to hear the truth. That's why there's so many lies and you have to be mindful of the things that you watch online and things that you see, because that can feed your spirit. That, that can call, plant seeds in yourself that causes yourself to doubt and be mindful of comparing your, your journey into other people. You're, you may see, man, why, how did they get there? But you don't know their beginning or you don't know who, how they cheated and lied and schemed their way. You, you don't know. But it's like be authentic to yourself. That's what matters. That's what matters is, is who you are. Who, when you lay your head at night. Can you, can you say that you are pleased with, with who you are and what you gave that day? I remember there was something that Tupac, and I, I don't know if y'all are Tupac fans, but I'm a huge Tupac fan um, in terms of his intelligence and his intellect, you know, just his mindset. Um, you know, when you really hear the truth came out, coming out of his mouth in interviews of what he stood for besides the music. Um I remember him saying, he said, I love God through anything. I want him to know that I love him and I never, ever turned my back on him. Not just when he gave me the money and I got four the houses and the cars. I'm talking about the low points when I didn't have money, when I was homeless, when I was locked up. I never doubted him. I never stopped loving him because I thank him. I can't just love him when it's only the good times. I got to love him even in the bad times because, because He's been with me through all of that. He never left me and he gave me strength through it all. So I celebrate him, not just when everything is good. I celebrate him even when I don't understand. Even through the hardships. And I love that. Because it's very easy to, to become so in your head space, in your mind. Cause trust, I've been there when you're going through something and you're like, okay, all of a sudden you're questioning, is God, God? God, you, you said you'll never see the righteous forsaken. But my, 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 we're forgetting the other words that those that will suffer with him will reap. Hmm. Harvest joy. What, what is it? What is it that you need to know? But I just, I had to personally just change my mindset and realize for me, I completely understood where it came from when it said doubting yourself is doubting God. God loved me enough to give me characteristics of him, to give me his heart, to give me gifts, to bless me, 
because he loved me so much. He sees me just like if you have a child, you see the, you see things in them that your child don't see you encouraging to them. So it's the same way God is with us. He loves us so much. He wants the best for us. We can't, we can't, mm, what is it? Become so carnal mind are so consumed with what the world perceives us as that we miss what God is saying. God, like I made you beautiful. I made you handsome. I gave you that big heart. I made you sensitive. You're not too sensitive. It's okay that you wear your heart on your sleeves. It's okay that you, you give, you trust, you're trusting of people because you don't, you don't want to always see the worst in people. It's okay that you love and you love hard. It's okay that your your heart you wear your heart on your sleeve. It's okay that you are a pusher and an encourager. It's okay that you're a nurturer. Guys, like I gave those things to you for a reason because there are people that lack lack these areas that I've given to you. So I need you to go forth out into the world to my people that need it that their love is fading. They're unsure of me. I need you to, I need you to show them me. I'm going to show them me working through you. Mm. Well, I pray that there was something that I said that was encouraging to you. And of course, as I always say, don't forget to hit that replay, 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 and send this episode to someone else you may know that needs to hear this. And I'm going to leave you with this prayer. Lord, remove double-mindedness from me. Take my negative thoughts captive and replace them with fearless focus and faith.